0: What up, anchor? What up, anchor FM? What up, anchor listeners? What up, Spotify listeners? What up, the whole entire world? And today, 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 and I am Dre Riles, I will discuss this as a subject today. It's a topic about Kobe Bryant, his career, his life. Um, Him as the man that basically dominated the game of basketball. The husband, the father, Kobe Bryant's um, um, death, his daughter's death, and his um, helicopter on this particular day. And today is, today, 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 today is Tuesday. At the time is 5.19pm, 2020. And the date is 28. Donate $0.99 at the end of the show or more. Thank you, Dre Wise, Dre Wise, Calculer. What up, Anchor? What up, Anchor FM? What up, Spotify? What up, the whole entire world? Follow me on my Facebook account. That is Dre Wise, And follow me on my Instagram account at Draywise Where you can see little topics and little um, commercials and particular things I talk about of um, basically advertisement or post things on my Instagram account and talk about it. So, like I said, follow me on my Facebook account. You can see me live on Facebook discussing subjects on Dre Conqueror. That's my Facebook, and also follow me on my Instagram account that is Dre Underscore Conqueror. If you have any questions, any um, want something for me to talk about, you can you can um, Facebook message messenger me. Um, you can email me at Jarrell at gmail.com. And like I said, donate 99 cents or more. 99 cents or more to hear more, 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 more episode audio play by me. Thank you for listening and thank you for tuning in. Dre Wise, Dre Wise, Dre Wise Calcure.
1: Breaking news from Calabasas, California. NBA legend Kobe Bryant was killed in a helicopter crash just before 10 a.m. Pacific time. At least four other people were in the helicopter, none on board survived. It was believed Bryant was heading to Staples Center in his personal helicopter when it crashed. Kobe Bryant played his entire 20-year career with the Los Angeles Lakers, winning five NBA championships. As an all-time great, Bryant, an 18-time All-Star, a 15-time member of the All-NBA team, and he won the league's most valuable player in 2008. Kobe Bryant also a two-time Olympic gold medalist as part of USA men's basketball in 2008 and 2012. Kobe also earned an Oscar for best animated short. Kobe Bryant was 41 years old.
2: On the afternoon, five-time NBA champion, former league MVP Kobe Bryant died Earlier this afternoon in Los Angeles in a helicopter crash. News reports are just coming in among multiple victims. Kobe Bryant on that helicopter. We're gonna have Ramona Shelburne join us now from Los Angeles. She is uh, on her way to the scene right now. Ramona, um, how did you first learn this information and how are you absorbing it right now?
3: Oh my God, I mean, I was uh, outside playing with my son and I just saw an alert. And everyone I called, you know, you you get, quick quick voicemails and people close to him are are in sh- absolute shock right now and it's you know it's, I, I can't even process it i'm i live 10 minutes away from the scene guys and i i can't even re- remember how to drive there it's, it's shocking that kobe bryant is gone
4: ramona he was a father a husband an nba legend an academy no. award winner an icon. He did it all in his 41 years. He became an Angelino, even though he wasn't born and raised there, 20 years with the Lakers will make you that. You grew up in the area. In any way, shape or form here, can you help explain what Kobe meant, not just to the Lakers, but to the entire Southern California community?
3: Oh man, I mean, you know, when Kobe was about to retire, um, you know, I covered in his whole career here in Los Angeles. and. Everybody was writing retirement stories, right? Everybody was writing, you know, what he, what he meant, putting his career in perspective. I mean, because, you know, he was drafted here as a teenager, right? I mean, I was in high school when he took Brandy to the prom, okay? So we watched this, this kid grow up, and the man, he had his ups and downs, he had his skin, he had, he had his glory. He, you saw him go from, from boy to man to old man, right? And I remember saying to him, like, you know, we gotta, we got to do a story at the end here. we gotta, we got to put this all into perspective. And he, he really wasn't interested at first because he said, you know, everything has been written about me that could be written. I mean, everybody said everything negative, everything positive. What, what What is there left to say? And I said, okay, so what is there left to say? And he said, you know, the only thing I'm interested in is leaving a legacy of telling people how I did it. The, the parts of me that that had to rise to the occasion, the part of how I climbed to this level, how I became the man I am. And when people talk about like the Mamba mentality, that's not just about Kobe. Like people in China know what that is. People in Japan know what that is. People in Africa know what that is. He became a legend. And in a lot of ways, he was writing that legendary story the whole time he was playing. And I think you know, he one of the things that always struck me is if Kobe always said, you know, I wrote all my own commercials. <laughs> I mean, he knew. He knew what he was. He knew he was a symbol. He knew he was a legend. He knew what he had to leave to the next generation. And we sat together to do one final story, and it was like a four-hour interview, guys. And it, I pushed him on everything to the point where it was uncomfortable, right? I kept thinking maybe he would get up from this interview, but he liked it. It was almost like we were playing one-on-one because... I think somebody who's lived a life like Kobe, um, they thought about all of this, man. They, they're, they're so, he was so self-aware, he was so aware of his own legendary status. And I think he knew that life isn't always perfect, right? That you have to dig down into the depths of your soul from done to get through things, to push through things. And even when I would ask him about Colorado, even when I would ask him about the relationship with his parents, he he answered. He he went there, and I, it was because he had gone there. And I think he knew that, you know, he he had lived a remarkable life, and other people aspire to that. But if you really want to have a life like that, you have to be willing to do all of the, to to go through all of it. I, you know, I I can't process the idea that he's gone right now. I, I really can't. I mean, this guy, he he seemed like a a legend, right? But in a way. Man, like, what a, what a, like, this is what he's, it's a remarkable life that he led, right? I mean, he's 41, 42 at this point. Like, I, I can't imagine Los Angeles without him. He's, he's like the mayor of Los Angeles, whatever you want to call it, and not, not, and nothing political, but, but, but almost like the spiritual mayor, right? And, um, I, I the city just feels different without him here.
2: Ramona, that's a good point. You, you, you touched on so many aspects of Kobe's life. Of course, you had the situation in Eagle, Colorado, didn't have the best relationship with his family, parents, on again, off again. But in so many ways, he represented Los Angeles in terms of an identity. Uh, yeah, he was Hollywood, but he was also hardworking too. So he could kick it in Beverly Hills, but he could be down and downy with the fellas as well. The loss yeah. that this city will feel with Kobe passing away on this afternoon. How would you sum that up? I mean, honestly...
3: I think the city's in shock right now I, I i my, everyone i've talked to is sending texts saying like please tell me this isn't true like nobody can believe this this how could this just happen and uh, you know I, I think he was on his way to the mamba academy and that was notes i mean talk about a guy who spoke to, you know this is what his his, his legend was like he was going to train a new generation of kids teach them how to be like him you know, he flies a helicopter, because he always flew in a helicopter, guys. Like, he, he lived in Orange County, and instead of saying, I'm gonna fly, be in traffic every day going to Staples Center, he took a helicopter, that was part of Kobe, you know? It was just, like, he did other legendary things as he was living. And, you know, when, when I remember one of my favorite Kobe stories is um, he wanted to do something romantic for his wife and he wanted to prove to her how much he loved her. They were in obviously a really tough time. It was after everything that happened in Colorado and that he wanted to keep her and stay together. And so he decided he wanted to teach her, he wanted to, he wanted to teach himself how to play piano and play her a song. And I was like, why don't you just get somebody to teach you to play piano? And he said, no, it meant more if I taught myself. So he put on Moonlight Sonata and just taught himself how to play that by ear so he could play for his
5: wife. I mean, who does that? People like Kobe. Kid, when I was in high school. Um, I was growing up through the ranks when Kobe came into the league. He was, um, you know, it wasn't a dream of mine to come straight, you know, from high school at that point in time to the NBA. But I was like, wow, a 17 year old, 18 year old kid being able to make that leap. That's, that's pretty damn cool. Um, and, and as I started playing more ball, and I was into high school, the things that he was doing on the floor, I, you know, admired and wanted to be a part of. Um, I went to ABCD camp, and he came and talked to all the all the all the kids that was there, and I happened to be one of the one of the kids that was there, and I was just, I was just listening. I was just trying to soak everything up I could, you know. And I remember one thing that he said. He was like, "If you want to try to be, you know, great at it, or want to be one of the greats, you got to put the work in." You know, there's no substitution to work. And I, and I was a 15 year old kid at that camp. You can actually find the footage of a, him, uh, him at that camp. Um, and in 2001, I believe um, I was playing in, in New Jersey and the all-star game, if I'm not mistaken, and y'all can correct me, it was in Philly, right? Yeah, that Saturday, uh, me and Maverick drove to the intercontinental downtown Philadelphia um, and he gave me a pair of his shoes, which I ended up wearing. Um, that following night It was the red, white, and blue Kobe's. I was a f- 15 And he was a 14 and I wore them anyways um, And I sat and just talked to him for a little bit He gave me the shoes, I rocked them in the game um, And it was the same night that we played uh, Oak Hill against Mellow And then I saw what he was able to do The very next night winning MVP here um, In Philly That, 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 that same, uh, that following night Um, As I got drafted, I still just admired him, you know, seeing what he was able to accomplish winning championships, having, you know, being early in his career where, you know, he he learned from the misses that he had against the series against Utah, and he just used that as motivation and got better and better and better to him winning multiple championships, and uh, continued to admire him throughout my high school rank, and um, and then as competitors, um, just seeing the work ethic um, the work ethic that he put into the game he had zero flaws offensively zero uh you backed off of him he could shoot the three you pick you know you body him up a little bit he can go around you he can shoot the mid-range he can post he can make free throws he has zero flaws offensively and um you know that's something i admired as well just being at a point where the defense will always be at bay where they can guard you at all offensively where you just felt like you was just Immortal offensively because of your skill set and your work ethic. Uh, we take it down to 2008, where we become the redeem the redeem team, and it was a dream come true for me to be able to line up al- alongside of him, um, just admiring him for so many years, and him seeing him from afar, and then being able to be in practices with him, and, and you know me watching and learning. Um, so on, I mean, it's just it's just too much. It's just too much. The story is just too much. It doesn't make sense. Um, and just to make a long story short, now I'm here in the Lakers uniform in Philadelphia, where he's from, where I one of the first first time I ever met him, gave me his shoes, he won all-star week. It's just, it's surreal. It doesn't make no sense, but the the universe uh, just puts things in in your life and, and, and when you, I guess when you live in the right way or you just giving everything to whatever you're doing, um, Things happen organically, and it's not supposed to make sense, but it just happens. And NDR. sorry, and um, I'm happy to just to be in any conversation with Kobe being Brian, one of the all-time greatest basketball players that I've ever played, one of the all-time greatest Lakers. The man got two jerseys hanging up in Staples Center. It's just it's just crazy. Any irony for you as a
6: pass first player, you
5: said basically your whole life to not be third in scoring? What do you have that um, yeah. yeah, because I I, I don't um. I just don't. I've never seen myself as a scorer. Um, I've seen myself as just a, a guy that's just a basketball player, and and, I, and I've always wanted to have the that, that triple threat mentality, being able to pass, being able to rebound, being able to score at times. And um, you know, I've always loved this the. I've always loved the excitement that I gave my teammates by giving them the ball and seeing them score since I first ever started playing a game of basketball. That's always been like. The greatest thing on the floor for me, mm-hmm. and also being able to get back in and, and make, uh, you know, like change in plays defensively. Um, so to be in this position as far as a scoring record or or scoring list, um, that also doesn't make sense to me. You never played, before,
7: so you could always chase ghosts. You played against Kobe for so long. Was there a point where you have to stop idolizing him so you can play, play against him and
5: compete and win and all those kinds of things? No, no. but you also can keep the main thing the main thing. Um, Once the game started when we competed against each other um, probably after the first time I played him my rookie year you you, you keep the main thing the main thing and you're trying to go out and win the game and he's trying to destroy you because that's what Kobe's all about. Um, He has zero friends out on the floor, but that doesn't mean that I'm still not admiring the guy that I'm playing against. Um, I'm able to still prioritize and understand what's uh, what's going on on the floor? So, um, and I think I showed that when we when we competed against each other. And then not
8: uh, not getting a chance to play against him in the finals is. At one time, you said that was one of your very few regrets uh, in your
7: basketball
5: career. Is that still still stand? I won't say it's a regret um, because it is what it is. The game has given me everything, and I've given the game everything as well. Um, but uh, we had an opportunity. Um, I think that was 2009 or eight. Yeah, year we lost to Orlando in the Eastern Conference Finals, and uh, we had a hell of a year that year. I think we were 66 and 16, and we got all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals, but we ran up against a, a Dwight Howard in his prime, and uh, he completely uh, he crushed us, and along with Hedo and and Rashard Lewis and the rest of those guys. But um, no, it's not a regret. Um, I think it would have been amazing to be able to compete against Kobe in the finals. It would have been great for the fans, but it's no no regret. We had enough battles.
6: Huh? Uh, was that the way you envisioned it, that you were
5: passing? No, I didn't, I, it didn't matter. It could have been a layup. It could have been a free throw. It could have been a dunk. It could have been a three. It could have been a tip in. It doesn't matter. Um, I, I, because for me, I don't. I didn't go into the game saying, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. If it would have, if it happened tonight like it did, cool. If it didn't, I, wasn't, I really wasn't tripping about it. What's it been like adjusting to having Kobe as a spectator at your games and sort
6: of cheering you on uh, as you were chasing this record?
5: Um, it's pretty cool. It's it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, that's pretty much I'ma be when I'm done playing. Um, being able to come back and watch this beautiful game, and hopefully, you know, there's some, you know, somebody still playing the game at a high level. That guy across the hallway, Ben Simmons. I can sit and watch him and see how much he's continued to grow and watch him, see him continue to do what he do, because uh, he's growing every day. So. I mean, it's a pretty cool thing to see him and, and, you know, and see Gigi at the games. And, and just, uh, you know, just it's, it's a brotherhood. You know, it's a brotherhood being a part of the, the, the Lakers franchise. And we all root for one another, no matter past, present, or future. That's, that's what it's about. Last two questions. Uh, I, I'm, I'm getting to every, I've, as you see, I had to answer a phone call while y'all was in here. So I haven't got to all my messages yet. Last question. What was your favorite memory? I mean, is it him giving you the sneakers? Is it winning gold medals? Is there something on the court that you guys did against one another that just stands out when you think about it? Um, as far as together? Yeah. Just something. Oh, Kobe. It's just it's too many. It's too many. It could be uh, the last game we played against each other in Staples. It could be his last All Star game. Um, you know, right there at halftime, he was getting interviewed by the great. Craig Sager, rest in peace. Um, that that is an unbelievable moment right there, and and I went over there and hijacked this interview, you know. So um, us winning a gold medal together, uh, some of the things that us going to some of the other events uh, for Team USA, uh, you know, watching Phelps or um, you know, so so many different things that we did together as, as teammates. So you know, when I like I said, I was a 15 year old kid who was able to meet him, I was in awe you know and he gave me a pair of shoes um, it's not just one it's, it's, it's impossible to just single out just one of them but um, it, it, it's cool to know that you have the support of one of the all time greats that ever played this game and uh, someone that you admire um, to be like on the floor um, and, and do the things win championships be young and and, and, um, and be remembered you know you don't have that much time to play this game and you know, if you're able to uh, be remembered, um, you know, for the, the great things that you did, the positive things that you did, you know, making people feel, you know, great about what you did, um, that's a pretty cool thing, so. Uh, I wrote on my shoes tonight, I think I put, uh, I think I put Mamba for Life 824 uh, KB, because um, it's really, it's really that, it's really that neutral. so.
4: Thanks for watching ESPN on YouTube. For more sports highlights and analysis, be sure to download the ESPN app. And for live streaming sports and premium content, subscribe to ESPN Plus.
7: Straight out of high school, he's been a catalyst for the team and a favorite with advertisers and fans. Even before rape allegations that put Kobe Bryant in an unwelcome spotlight, he was calling a lot of attention to himself on and off the court. Charlie Rose met him in 2001 when the Lakers were going for their second
9: straight tie. Show me a trademark Kobe shot. Trademark Kobe shot? Yeah, what's a signature shot? Kobe has the ball, you know, the, the offense is set up, but he's going to take the shot. What's a signature shot? You can count on this move every time. All right, tell me which one we can get. Yeah. That's the kind of play that is serving Kobe Bryant and his Los Angeles Lakers very well. He's one of the game's most dominant players, and for good reason. I love playing basketball. There's nothing like it. What is it you love?
6: This is the ball when it bounces, the sound that it makes, the smell of the basketball, the nets, when you shoot the ball, and it goes right through the net. You know, the sneakers as they squeak on the wood. You you the strategies, uh, the competition,
5: the camaraderie, the fans. We uh, just go on and on and on. I take you to this scene.
9: 20 seconds left to go. You're down by one. You want the ball. You want to take the last shot. absolutely i'm not afraid to
6: fail and uh, i just love it it's, it's, it's just an adrenaline rush like everybody in the crowd stands up and everybody's waiting to see if he's are gonna make the shot if you're gonna lose the game or you're gonna win the game it's just an unbelievable rush <laughs> sorry you just got lost for a second
9: <laughs> bryant has the nba in his dna his father is joe jellybean bryant an eight-year veteran of the NBA. For young Kobe, there was little doubt he'd follow in his father's footsteps. My mother used to tell me stories um, that
6: my father used to play basketball on TV. Uh, I used to put on my, my jersey, you know, I have my shorts on. And when he would play, and you know, I would play too. I have a little hoop, you know, <laughs> in the living room. I play, then they take a time out, then I take a time out, you know, sit down, have some water, you know, you know, wipe the sweat off. Then they start playing, then I play again. I'm three years old, and I'll do this for the entire game. Then the game is over, and I'll take a shower, you know.
9: It it feels like I'm part of the game. Kobe Bryant was a different kind of kid with a different kind of upbringing. He spent most of his childhood in Italy, where his father played after leaving the NBA. The Bryant family spent the next eight seasons there. Learned Italian. Learned Italian. Started first grade over
6: there in Italian school. I was six, uh, my sister was seven, my older sister was eight. What influence do you think it had on you? Uh, I think it, it made me more mature. You know, we had to grow up a lot faster. I think it, uh, it brought us closer together as a family, because us moving out there into a whole another world, we didn't speak the language, we didn't know anybody. Uh, we had to bond with one another,
9: uh, more so than anything. He also continued to bond with basketball, but without the competition found at American playgrounds and schools. His family came back to Philadelphia every summer, and he learned quickly what he was missing. So I come back to America in the summertime, I'm playing in the summer league, and I don't score a point and the whole
6: summer. I don't not score one point, point the entire course, summer? Not one point, not a free throw, not a layup, not a steal, nothing. Zero points the whole summer. And my father came up to me afterwards, he gave me a hug and said, son, don't worry
10: about
6: it. We're
9: gonna love you if you score zero or 50. Yeah. You know, and uh, I just remember thinking, Thank you. When Brian's father retired from the game The family came back to the United States For good So you come back when you're 14 years old Mm-hmm. Six, you're in first grade Come back to 14 right. You go to Philadelphia I go to
6: Philadelphia uh, Start my 8th grade 8th uh, grade year and, um, It was a difficult adjustment Because kids weren't speaking English Everybody was speaking slang mm-hmm. I didn't understand one word you know, somebody would say, stop sweating. And I don't know what they're talking about, you know? And I would have to go home and I would talk to my sisters and say, you know what I heard today? Somebody said, stop sweating. What does that mean? <laughs> you know? Uh, but the way I was able to make friends is that we would play basketball during lunch and after school. And basketball is a universal language. So I was able to communicate that way.
7: When we return, Kobe takes his game and turns it into gold and purple.
9: stellar high school career kobe bryant skipped college and went directly to the nba today five years later he continues to defy expectations unlike a lot of players he prefers practice to partying when he isn't practicing he's working out when he isn't working out he's studying game tapes in his room there's no time left for socializing with his teammates a sore point says his head coach at the lakers Phil Jackson. Last year, I said to him, you know, some players came to me and said,
6: you don't even want to go down and have, you know, a bite to eat with him or go to a movie with him. And, you know, if you want to be a leader of these guys, you've got to accommodate what they like and find a common niche.
9: He's had a hard time fitting in on the court, too. Since the start of his career, Kobe Bryant has been accused of not being a team player. When he takes control of a game away from the Lakers' other superstar, Senator Shaquille O'Neal, and plays too aggressively, the Lakers sometimes lose games they should have won. This season, Bryant could feel the chill on the court. You just felt like something was amiss between you and your team. Something wasn't right. Something wasn't right. I mean, I go to practice and I feel a little uncomfortable.
6: What's this about? This wasn't there before. Something must be... Something must be going on around here. <laughs> and what was it about? Uh, well, it was about me. It was about them thinking I was out for myself and I was being selfish, and, um, which was totally not the case. Does your game match the later
9: offense? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Seriously, can you be happy? Can you be happy playing at this offense? Completely, totally happy. No.
6: Mm-mm. but happy enough to win yeah and that makes it all work and that's good enough for me
9: it may be hard for him to complain he has a 71 million dollar contract with the lakers plus millions more for advertising endorsements madison avenue loves his winning personality and even found a way to put his fluent italian to use all this has made him one of the highest paid 22 year olds in the world recently he bought a new toy all oh, you wanted a ferrari ever since i was a, a little kid and uh it's kind of an opportunity to kind of splurge yeah. it's a ferrari modena this is how he commutes to the laker training facility in la kobe bryant lived with his parents until last year about the time he became engaged to vanessa lane They met two years ago, when she was only 17. You start introducing yourself. And? And, you know, I I tap
6: on her shoulder, she turns around, and I say, excuse me, what's your name? She said, Vanessa. You know, know, my eyes got real big, and it's just like,
9: (laughs) (laughs) There was no one before her. Mm -mm. I mean, why? you would have thought there had been 15 before Vanessa. Was it the fact that you've been waiting for the right one, or...? She's just it. (laughs) She's just the one. They got married just a few weeks ago as the playoffs were starting. Now he and the Lakers are both playing their best basketball of the season and seem destined for another NBA championship. If so, it will be a championship fueled not just by strategy or by star power but also by a 22-year-old single-minded love of the game.
6: I'm very, very fortunate to be in this position.
9: You're playing a sport you love. I love it. Absolutely love
7: it. Just two years after this piece first aired, a 19-year-old hotel employee in Colorado accused Kobe Bryant of rape. He admitted having sex with the woman but insisted it was consensual. In the summer of 2004, the charges were dismissed, after the alleged rape victim refused to testify. She and Bryant reached an undisclosed settlement of a civil suit six months later. But the charges and Kobe's response to them became an issue for the Lakers as the team struggled to handle their golden boy-turned-liability. The media frenzy heightened tensions that had always existed between Kobe and his teammate and co-superstar Shaquille O'Neal and between Kobe and his zen but outspoken coach Phil Jackson. Jackson is made.
6: No, I had decided to skip college and take my talent to the NBA. What people don't know about that. Is I, I had a bet with my classmates on whether or not I would do that or not.
4: What do you I said,
6: do you like? like the pause. So well, it's an opportunity of a lifetime. I feel it's time for me to go out and seize it while I'm still young. You yeah, have some people who, you know, we're just hating when a 17-year-old kid.
4: Is our high school superhero a star or star struck People don't want to babysit 18 and 19-year-old kid He can go get a shot for himself any time want. he wants. And even in the NBA, he'll be able to create shots. Yes,
6: he will. Yes, he will. At the age of 18, I knew that I was not going to be styled This was my life.
7: With the 13th pick in the 1996 NBA draft, the Charlotte Hornets select Kobe Bryant from Lower Merion High School in Pennsylvania. A coming
2: out party for the high school kid.
7: Jerry West told me today that greatness lies ahead for this young man. Thought he was going to be absolutely
9: fantastic. Kobe Bryant, he was acquired from the Charlotte Hornets. In the
2: exchange for
6: Roddy D. everybody remembers that trade. You remember what you told me one day before when I first met you? You said you were going to be the, the greatest player of all time? Yes. Here's Kobe Bryant, who a month ago became the youngest player ever to start an NBA game. Golden Jersey. <laughs>
1: Took a wild, wild west. state that's a different. She baited, baited. and he buries the three for his first NBA
9: points. First time that he hadn't been a starter on his team. And the first time he hadn't been the best player. And the first time the coach had kind of had to criticize him. Three times I'd sit the bench for seven straight games and then play
6: the last 20 seconds of the game. and then... so we
3: didn't even
6: start for a year and a half. I knew I could play with these guys.
2: I wasn't getting the opportunity to show it. A guy by the name of Del Harris was a former coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. Del Harris is a good man, but he lost his way with Kobe. Del Harris wouldn't allow him to make fancy moves in practice.
6: He made a spectacular move. Showboat played a good game for his first name. I really look forward
2: to going out yeah, I'm the autographed showboat, right? Because Shaq is like, I'm Superman, Batman, I'm the big brother, you the little brother. Kobe wasn't trying to be anybody's little brother. Kobe, fake the past.
6: Remember when he first came in and said he wanted to be
9: better than Michael Jordan? He's like he a touch of authority looking. A little bit like Michael. he
6: was just special. Another thing you told me as an 18 year old I'm going to be better than Mike. So I knew it definitely drove you. He was different from everyone else. Yeah, he had an aura about him that I've never seen in an 18 year old. The aura was coming. Either this kid's really cocky or he
5: believes in it.
6: a perfect timing. And yeah. to accomplish all that coming from high school not going to college,
9: I think it's good. i uh, the good. The I'm them, I'm on show here? Oh, a thing. That got the
6: fans out of their seats. Oh,
9: From some of the fans that are left here, and that's for Kobe. Kobe's played he played
7: really
8: well, Chase. He earned a lot more minutes than he's been getting. The youngest player in the competition from the Los Angeles Lakers, Kobe Bryant.
9: He's unstoppable. And uh I'll lay with him the next Michael Jordan. 18 and a
4: half
7: years old, third time. Kobe Bryant, Michael
2: Finley, and Carl. And the way he worked at his skill level to become one of the most amazing scorers, one of the most amazing offensive players that we've ever seen.
1: Is Kobe
7: Bryant. Kobe Bryant, the young rookie, straight from Haskell. Eight seconds left. Bryant got above Russell. Five seconds left. Four.
2: Bryant drives. Pull up. Because that air ball game where Kobe shot those air balls against Utah. Kobe should not have been in the game. Dale Harris put him in the game specifically to teach him a lesson because he got tired, Recorded.
9: I thought that was defining all these You know why? If somebody would have shot an airball on our team, and had shot a second one, they were going to shoot a third one. He was fearless. I think that's one of the things that spurred him
6: to greatness. He wasn't going to lie himself to fail. You have to take the good with the bad. Remember? You're the captain of the ship. You go down with the ship.
3: <laughs> Thanks, Ahmad. Well, there's a player in the game today that's been compared uh, more than anybody else to Michael Jordan. That's Kobe Bryant and the Lakers. It's like,
6: what happened is when I came to the I wanted to take Kobe Bryant
9: jumping and hitting with Michael Jordan
6: in his face. I called Kobe and he was like, so what was it like? What's it going against Jordan? I'm like, man, this is that black cat. We tried this, we tried that. Like, you know what? You better get ready for the caramel cat. <laughs>
9: Between number 23 and number 8. Before the Black Mama, <laughs> before the Black Mama, his nickname was the <laughs> Caramel <Charitable> cat. <laughs> Pulled away by Cody Ryan. That's the future, and even Michael
2: Jordan will tell you that Kobe Ryan is the future of the NBA.
5: You're looking at the present and the future. All I have heard was they called him
6: Black Panther, they called him Black Jesus, and all this stuff. So I want to see these. Little advice from the master.
5: But what happened is that
6: we wound up up becoming the big brother. The kid's learned a lot in a
2: short amount of time he's been in the league, and believe me, he's going to continue to learn. He is the closest thing to Michael Jordan that we've seen.
6: Is
7: impressive,
6: huh? <laughs> <right>. He's impressive. He's <laughs> impressive. You know Michael Jordan is impressed with that. Kobe Bryant has sent a message that he is the future. This yeah, I can pinpoint things before they actually happen. Last year I would go through games where everything was like, was like a blur. I could see things a lot more than I could last year.
10: Bryant's minutes are up, his scoring is up, and he's upgraded his defense.
9: Now the 19-year-old veteran is making the Tyson impression that Van Gogh and Monet would be proud of. He's the league's leading scorer off the bench and much more.
10: One inch taller, thanks to mom nature, and 10 pounds thicker after frequent trips to the weight room in the off season.
2: And Woo! I think that's what the fans came to see And you talk about
9: elevation You have Mr. Brute Force and Shaq And you have that aerial artistry of the younger
0: Kobe Back to
2: Kobe oh! He thought that he was going to be greater than MJ okay. When you talk about the bridging of the two generations between Michael Jordan and then to Kobe Bryant. The
9: players
8: today talk about Kobe Bryant being their Michael Jordan. He, not LeBron, is the closest player to stylistically Michael Jordan. Whoa!
1: Oh,
2: of Cowboy. Kobe
7: Bryant. Hold him to the head and
4: You have those extreme winners that you to the exclusion of everything else including their family including you know other people focused on just one thing too. yeah nobody works harder
2: no. that's why they're and they they love to win in, the, in an almost psychotic way yeah, that's one of the reasons why shaq as he would say tried to slap him <laughs> is because he was so cocky about what his intentions were you guys had a fight
0: several weeks ago did he connect on the punch
6: you through no. <laughs> no, I was swift when they're uh, <laughs> This is a team that uh, is talented. It's young. It's on the verge. I just had a chance to meet Kobe Bryant. He's dedicated. He's competitive. He reminds me a lot of Michael Jordan, and uh, there's not too many players that have ever done that in this game. Who's the best player you ever played with? Kobe. Number eight? Definitely Kobe. Know, just worse. Kobe is different. Works hard getting to the gym at about five, working on his jazz steps,
0: head feet, making sure everything's perfect. And that's Kobe. Kobe in his career had 40 game-winning
8: men. ...shot, sides by one. They're gonna take it off the dribble. This is it now. Game's on the line. He's
2: down one. And Kobe Bryant at the point. Kobe Bryant
7: pulls up for the shot.
6: How didn't expect this team to be in postseason?
7: season. We're going to the series is tied at three games apiece. This afternoon, it's put up or shut up.
9: And they have lost three times this year, once in the regular season, and twice in this series, to the trailblazers on their home floor. The greatest duo to me, Shaq and cope. those were cold
2: they needed each other
7: to be as great as they were. Well, I'm the first thing that the Lakers have to realize is
8: they've got 12 minutes to play with only a 13-point game. Not anymore. <laughs> Steve Smith hits on the run and it's 15. I don't think he goes to half of Shaq.
2: I should have appreciated it more. And Shaq is up the mindset, I should have appreciated
7: you more, too. That slammed down in
8: Fight for everything here. The assertiveness, the offense. Now
7: Kobe. But I think now both of them look back fondly and miss a little bit of what they did have. Three timeouts while
3: the Lakers have two.
9: a six-point difference with 41 and 310 seconds left. Come on. Game one, the Indiana Pacers versus the Los Angeles Lakers. Now Kobe
4: has been sensational throughout the playoffs, but more importantly, first team all defense. Now he's going to be playing four different pacers, but everybody's going to be waiting for that glamour matchup.
8: Kobe versus Reggie. Here is Kobe. He is without question one of the ten best players in the history of the league. Kobe Bryant cuts it to three. Doesn't take it
7: long to get into the
3: lane. and hangs in the air. I really appreciated that competitive fire. It was that ability to sort of let it rip. Kobe Bryant. Not care if anybody said you're too selfish. You took too many shots. Like he's like, well, I think I'm the best option. Misses
8: it. Shaw grabs the rebound. That's a
9: loose ball foul on Shaq. That'll be number six. Right. What a big play! That's it. Shaq goes down. All of a sudden, you step up. These are the kind of moments that you look forward to.
2: Three years later, in the NBA Finals, that same move that I was showing him in my back, He hit in game three after Shaq fouled out. He hits no. the jumper and sort of gives it, you know, take your time, everything's cool. I'm not going to let us lose this game. As he's running
6: down the court, passing me on the button, because says, you never should have shown you that. <laughs>
1: Joe Musso, I'm Eric Casilius. Let's bring in CBS Sports NBA writer, Bill Ryder. Bill, shocking and sad news today regarding Kobe Bryant and a helicopter crash. What are your thoughts and and what have you heard about what's going on right now?
8: Yeah, still Eric, I think like like everyone in Los Angeles and across the country trying trying to process the shock. Um, the first thought is that, that Kobe Bryant, one of the great careers we've ever seen, one of the great dynamic personalities I've ever had the pleasure to uh, to cover so much larger than life, hard to believe that we've lost him so young at the age of forty one, obviously over the last hour or so in the course of trying to text NBA sources and folks that Lakers organization it has gone from in the terms of the folks getting back to me, uncertainty to absolute sadness, and again, shocked that Kobe Bryant is no longer walking among us and obviously the, if it's an irony or if it's just the universe being extra cruel, the fact that LeBron James passed Kobe Bryant yesterday on that scoring list and the back and forth of respect between those two guys and just the remembrances of everything that Kobe Bryant did in his career with LeBron James passing him on that mark makes today particularly difficult and particularly bizarre as we come to grips with the news. Yeah, Kobe sending out that congratulatory tweet to LeBron no more than 16 hours ago.
4: Really raw emotions right now, as you said. Putting this into a a Los Angeles-centric perspective, has there ever been a more beloved athlete by the city of Los Angeles? And how will Los Angeles remember, Kobe Bryant, the great Laker, the greatest Laker?
8: Yeah, that's a great question. And there has never been a figure as beloved as Kobe Bryant in this city. It's not even close, and and I'm not even going to make possible comparisons to other cities and other athletes throughout the years who had this kind of a connection. I can remember when I moved to LA six, seven years ago, going into a DMV to get my California driver's license and literally there were so many Kobe Bryant posters on the wall. It was so decked in purple and gold and the purple and gold of Kobe Bryant that I turned and walked out of the building. I thought I'd walked into some kind of Lakers office somewhere. This is a city where even long after his retirement, Kobe Bryant dominated the conversation and people's imaginations on my street, when I would pick up my kids, when you would grab a coffee, when you would be at a Dodgers game or certainly a Lakers game. He defined more than basketball in Los Angeles and this is going to be, and I can show you 150 text messages from friends around Los Angeles, a traumatic experience for the city of Los Angeles, not just today, not just a week from now. It's going to define this city, I think, for the rest of our lives. Now
1: let's expand it out to the NBA. What did Kobe Bryant mean to the league coming in sort of as part of that post Jordan group?
8: Yeah, I mean he was such an interesting, such an interesting figure on, on so many levels. He was the first guy, really, with respect to some other superstars, to attain a similar level of greatness post Jordan. And one of the ironies was it was, as in a lot of ways, a Michael Jordan imitator or someone who played the way that Michael played the game. But Kobe was also somewhat of an anomaly. Did not come up in AAU basketball. Did not come up in some of the high school scenes because he lived abroad for a good chunk of his life, like some other guys. And so in a lot of ways, early in his career, at times like later in his career. He was somewhat of a loner, and so the lone wolf idea of the NBA player, this this notion of being the guy that you could place all the weight and burden of championship hopes and greatness on those shoulders, and he would carry you. This idea of a one-superstar-led league and team, Kobe Bryant was that thing, maybe at that level of greatness for the very last time before the game changed and ball movement and ISO shooting, Kobe Bryant defined an entire era and was the bridge between Michael Jordan and what he represented for the the game and where we're at today with three-point shooting and ball movement and a different style of play.
4: We are sure to see an outpouring of love and respect towards Kobe Bryant out of the association, but as we look at the slate tonight, six evening games. Have you received any indication that tonight's games will or won't go on as planned?
8: I have not. I have have no idea where the NBA is at in in that thinking. As you would imagine, both the Lakers and the NBA are... um, our radio silent right now, as I'm sure they process and they mourn, and unlike the rest of us, have to figure out what to do in real time as it relates to the league. Though certainly, as we can see on social media, there has been a huge outpouring of support for the idea of suspending tonight's games. And again, I have no notion of where the NBA is going, but it wouldn't surprise me if they strongly consider and even go that route because, as we all know, Kobe Bryant, one of the great and most important players in the history of the game, and his untimely death, the fact we've lost him so early, it's certainly going to call into question how long the NBA wants to create a period of mourning for, for fans. This is a, a a player who was exceptionally gifted
1: and, and really excelled in the NBA. Do you have a favorite Kobe moment or, or anecdote? I'll tell you what mine is, is the fact that when he got drafted, he was 17 And had to have a co-signer, his parents had to co-sign his rookie contract cuz he wasn't old enough to actually sign his own rookie contract. He was that gifted, that young. Do you have a memory of Kobe Bryant?
8: I do, and Eric, we can bookend you know his career with two memories I had, and this hit me sort of full force, the, the magic and the blessing of being able to be at this experience today with the news. I was at Kobe Bryant's final game at Staples Center when he cracked that 60-point barrier in that last game with a lot of shots, and as mesmerizing as that was, as magical as it was to see Kobe go out in that fashion, what struck me was walking into that large room where the media usually gathers for NBA Finals, but they'd broken it out because it was Kobe's final game, and Kobe Bryant, in my memory, it was three hours. It was probably 40 minutes or an hour. Had all of us, us media, who can be a little, you know, we can be a little difficult eating out of the palm of his hands. We were laughing. He controlled the room, that charm, that hunger. It was vintage Kobe Bryant. It was like every moment covering him over the years at finals and various games condensed into this one evening. And when he walked off that podium, you felt lucky to be there. You felt lucky to have experienced a little bit of that greatness. And for me, it's one of the highlights of my career getting to cover that. And now, obviously, with the news, I'm uh, I'm struck by how fortunate I was to be there. Countless indelible images out of the career of Kobe Bryant. But as of late, we've started
4: to see images of Kobe Bryant the father coming out on social media and the moments he shared with his daughters, showing them the game courtside and some of those things that we've seen over the past couple months. Give us an idea of who Kobe Bryant the father was.
8: Yeah, I mean, he was, like all the most interesting people in the world, a very nuanced and complicated individual, and as much as he would eat your heart out on the basketball floor and and go after you, he was incredibly tender as a father. In fact, there was a moment a few weeks ago, I was at a Lakers game, and Kobe Bryant walked up behind Dwight Howard when Dwight was warming up and slapped him as hard as he could on the back of the head, and Dwight Howard flipped around in anger, saw Kobe and laughed and was the edge of Kobe, and then Kobe took the hand of the person next to him. It was his oldest daughter and walked her to the very center of that court to take their seats and a standing ovation rained down for Kobe. He stood up and he waved. And I was close enough. You could see it on the big screen too. You could see the pride that his daughter had. And he went down and, and gave her a hug afterwards. And it was just this interesting reminder that Kobe Bryant, kiddingly, right, jokingly slapping Dwight Howard, but little metal edge. And in the next moment, sharing this powerful experience with his daughter. And we've seen the reports and we know the reality of Kobe the coach with his daughter and Kobe the father. It was a huge part of his life in a lot of ways. I think it those of us that just saw him through the prism of, of a player to remember there were a lot of dimensions to Kobe Bryant that did not involve him trying to destroy the competition in front of him. He was, a, By all accounts, and I won't pretend to have known Kobe Bryant at that level, but talking to people who, who did know him here in LA and that Lakers organization as good and loving a father as he was a competitor on the floor. Uh, we've had our chance to
1: ask questions in this difficult time. The last word will be yours based upon this tragic news and Kobe Bryant as one of the you know, sort of respected members of the NBA community regarding Kobe Bryant. Go ahead.
8: Yeah, I mean, for me, Kobe Bryant was a lesson in the ability of willpower, in hard work, in its ability to raise you up to your highest level, But but the final memory for me for Kobe Bryant in the final equation. Unfortunately, the final lesson will be when I'm done working today, whenever I get home to my kids, I'm going to walk and, and give them a hug and, and tell them I love them and, and text the people that I love because Kobe Bryant's greatness is forever. And now, unfortunately, so is the reminder that life can be fleeting and we, we just don't know how long we have. And, you know, hold the people you love a little closer. Tell them you love them and enjoy those days while, uh, while you have them. Here here, Well said. Thank you so much for the time and the reflections, Bill.
1: That's Bill Ryder, CBS Sports NBA writer, And with the breaking news from Calabasas, California, NBA legend Kobe Bryant was killed in a helicopter crash just before 10 a.m. Pacific time. At least four other people were in the helicopter. None on board survived. It was believed Bryant was going to Staples Center, that this was his personal helicopter, and that it has crashed. He played in his entire 20 year career with the Los Angeles Lakers. He won five championships. He was an 18 time All-Star. 15 time member of the All NBA team, and he won the MVP in 2008. Kobe Bryant was 41.
0: But to be successful, you have to be able to persevere. So people see your success now, but you've had to overcome some obstacles. It's tough to be in another country, learning multiple languages. What a silly foul.
3: For many years in Italy, so that's where Kobe picked up the beautiful Italian
6: So our parents just immersed us in Italian culture. So we were surrounded by Italian kids. We were just learning the language as they were. For me, growing up in isolation turned out to be a great strength. But it also turned out to be a weakness too. Things that I kinda had to navigate through as my career went well. on.
4: Oh yeah, this guy grew up in Italy.
6: And then he got dropped back
1: in America. So
6: now to move back to the age of thirteen <laughs> in, in middle school completely different. I had a hard time reading, I had a hard time kind of getting adjusted to the culture.
2: What I remember would be him coming in as a kid and tremendous expectation.
4: all the stuff about uh, his high school coach saying they would they would get there and he would be shooting baskets in the dark. They hadn't even turned the lights on
6: yet. When did you know no one is going to outwork you? I never looked at it as work. I didn't realize it was work until my first year in the NBA. The Aces
9: of Lower Marion featuring the best player in high school basketball in 1995, Kobe Bryant.
4: People want to assume that because someone has physical attributes, they don't have mental attributes. They always want to say that. Talk
2: about academically, he speaks fluent Italian. There he is, Mr. Bright,
7: flying, jamming, high riser. Scored 1,200 on his college board. good enough to get at any school.
4: Uncommon amongst uncommon people, the exception among the exceptional. Yeah. People. yeah, taking TV and recording star Brandy
1: to his prom.
10: It's the Kobe Bryant killing people right there.
6: <laughs> 18-year-old Kool-Aid smile, fresh out of high school, bald, headed Kobe. You're the best player in the nation for anybody in high school.
5: He has been one of the most followed high school athletes in this state all winter long. Kobe Bryant, who is going to go the distance, up and slams it home. it oh,
1: home. That caught him up out of the seats and some high fives. Hey Kobe Bryant, KB, taking it to the round. flying
7: all over. That you're the one player here who's thinking seriously of making the transition right from the high school ranks to the professional ranks. How serious is that? point Well, there's
6: definitely a possibility. I think I'd be foolish I can look into that.
4: So, mentioned in Sports Illustrated, you say I go to college, but if I don't think I can get better in college, I'm just going to skip with
6: it. That's just what I was going to ask. And maybe you'll surprise me. What's it going to be? College or the NBA? Oh that not know. my mind here.
9: Kobe Bryant is for
0: real, it's over. Laura Marion has won. 1996 state champs, and that ends a 53-year drought.
9: And Kobe Bryant showed his true medal. Show what he can do, and there's a the young man that has been so ballyhooed and has packed this arena tonight. We saw a great poignant moment. Father Jellybean Joe Bryant, son Kobe, embracing.
10: I'm uh,
6: Kobe Bryant. I college and take my talent to the NBA people don't know about that is I I had a bet with my
10: Kobe Bryant, a five-time NBA champ, Academy Award winner, the man behind a best-selling book, and now he's got a new book on the way. Eva Pilgrim sat down with Kobe to talk books, fatherhoods, everything under the sun. This was actually a really fun conversation. Kobe Bryant is the dad to four, yes, I said four daughters, and he told me being a father to girls has definitely changed him. His daughters, his inspiration for his latest book. You know him best as NBA champion and two-time Olympic gold medalist. But Kobe Bryant got creative after his 2016 retirement from basketball, now out with his second novel, Legacy and the Queen. This story about a young tennis prodigy who needs to summon magic to defeat the supernatural is very close to Bryant's heart as a longtime athlete.
6: You know sports is a very emotional thing and in our world that emotion is what creates the magic
10: why did you decide to write this book about a girl playing tennis
6: well i have four girls at home and uh you know i want to make sure it's important that they you know see characters that look like them and that are also athletes and uh you know they get tired of hearing my voice of, yeah, be persistent, work hard, you know, believe in yourself They're kind of like, okay, dad, all right, I got it. We get it. So when I can put them into stories like this, hopefully we'll get that same message without having their parents in their ear all the time.
10: What is the lesson that you want little girls and little boys to take away when they read this book?
6: The biggest thing for this book and all our books in the series is self-awareness, how to be aware of the anxiety that you may feel, the pressures. Whether self induced or coming from parents or coaches, you know, how to deal with failure, how to deal with success. And unfortunately, we tend to think for our children as content like that is a little too heavy or a little too rich for them at this time. And uh, we disagree. We feel like it's important to have those conversations at an earlier age.
10: Yeah, I mean, now you have a 16 year old.
6: We have a 16-year-old. Yeah,
10: <laughs> that's like dating age. I, I, I don't.
6: That's what they say.
10: <laughs> How is Kobe the dad with the guys coming to the door?
6: Fortunately for me, we haven't really had that happen. Uh, you know. So she's so keeping it from you. I, I well. <laughs>
10: Hey, Let's be real. Listen, I mean,
6: maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't want to think about you. that. But you know, I think that's every father. Yeah, for sure. Stay you, away. You? Stay away. No, no boys I'm allowed. Kidding. I'm kidding.
10: <laughs> uh-huh. well, but mean, I'm not it's a little though. I am,
6: but I'm not. <laughs> kind of, but not really.
10: You could feel his energy shift when I start talking about his 16-year-old dating. Gobi's new book is out tomorrow. Yes, Cecilia, looking forward to that. Thanks, Eva. Well hey there, GMA
8: fans, Robin Roberts here. Thanks for checking out our YouTube channel. Lots of great stuff here. So go on, click the subscribe button right over right over here to get more
4: of awesome videos and content from GMA every day, anytime. We thank you for watching and we'll see you in the morning on GMA. Book
3: number two. Book number two. How important was it for
7: to
6: launch a Well, it's critical. I mean, because you know, the book is about tennis and it's about the emotions that that take place within the main character legacy. And uh, the best way to launch is to launch it here. And
10: you got your inspiration from your Last time you told me it was Serena.
6: Yes, yeah. So
10: has she read it? What were her thoughts on it?
6: Yeah, so she finally got the finished version today. So the last time she read it was probably about, about a year ago, and it was a manuscript. And it was still relatively rough and now she has the finished version. So she has
10: all the illustrations, everything you worked hard on. Yes, Another
6: fan that you were saying is Coco. She read this as well. Yeah, well, Coco, uh, I'm just now becoming like up to speed on Coco. And I just watched her play for the first time last night in person. Phenomenal, unbelievable. And uh, and Naomi, Naomi actually helped me launch the book. And so Naomi's a huge fan of it and uh, she's been extremely supportive of it, so.
10: And you were in the box with Colin Kaepernick for that game yeah, as well. How yeah. was
6: that? It was great. I, you know, Colin and I have known each other for a while. Like, he's, uh, we've worked out together out in Orange County and all sorts of stuff. So, I, so I've known him for quite a bit, but it was good to catch up with
10: him. So, how did you feel your birthday? You
6: know, I wanted to just relax. And the kids have things to do. You know, like, they have a schedule, and I don't want to pull them away from that. So, we decided to kind of postpone an out of town trip for my vacation until a later date and instead i wanted to just sit at home relax with the family go swimming you know do that sort of thing barbecue well have you
10: gotten much relaxing you have coco three months old
6: yeah it's amazing you know she as a baby like it, it sounds harsh to say but she has been our best baby like she sleeps like six hours she's an absolute sweetheart and bianca absolutely loves her and uh the only challenge we have with bianca is she wants to kiss her too much yeah. So true. we're like, hey, back off. Don't smother her, you know what I mean? Wait
7: until the days where she's yeah.
6: pushing her yeah. right. i like, like,
10: no, love her for I
6: know. I know. I know. But it, it's been wonderful. And the big girls help out tremendously around the house with everything. So it's been great. Are
10: you going to go for that clutch shot you told me? Maybe for well, a
6: boy? It's not my decision to make, honestly. Like, it's uh, uh, it's Vanessa's decision to make. And I fully support whatever decision she, she decides. And um, we'll see. I mean, she wants a boy more than I do, to be honest with you. Um, I'm comfortable having girls. And when I say that, it drives her crazy. So just like, okay, so if you try again, you're going to get five girls because you spoke it into existence. One more extra.
0: Now, my thought on Kobe Bryant. Now, we all know Kobe Bryant, the NBA basketball uh, superstar legend. Now, Kobe Bryant being the game in the NBA for... 20 years. Kobe Bryant, you know, he started off, you know, playing basketball in um, high school, of course. He was straight to the pros, okay? Now, Kobe Bryant, you know, the basketball player that played for the L.A. Lakers. Now, Kobe Bryant, to me, he would know this is a terrible thing a situation of mourning of his family and friends basically the world it's even more tragic when it comes to his daughter because both of them was on board and Cody Bryant was trying to make it to another uh coaching uh of these children, I guess his daughter's team, make it to that. Kobe Bryant, you know, he passed away, you know, in this crash at 41 years old. Now, Kobe Bryant to me, even though he's a talented basketball player, a gifted bl- basketball player, but to me, I recognize Kobe as the man, I recognize Kobe as a husband, I recognize Kobe as a father. Because Life uh, after basketball. Kobe Bryant. um, He wrote children's books. He did things for the community and society of L.A. Kobe Bryant. You know, I see a, a, a African American man. I see a man that has a lot more to do, but it has been cut short of this particular accident. I see Kobe Bryant. He had more to do. You know, and it's very shocking of this of this news. It's very shocking of this terrible, terrible news. It's very, very shocking that one is the father, the husband, the role model, Kobe Bryant was on the board that it's even more terrible news when Kobe Bryant's eldest child was on board on board with him on the helicopter now see this is why I look at it when it happened at that very moment because the whole report was they told the uh, pilot to go up some more because he was he was at 4,000 14 14,000 feet and he had to reach 20,000 20, feet to go over this mountain now they warned him and said the weather is is bad you should not go so Someone said go right ahead Now this is Kobe Bryant's um, Helicopter He owned Now Kobe Bryant did say on a particular talk show Being interviewed He did say he does not like to uh, be in traffic Now to me You know They putting the pieces together Of investigation Of how everything went about See, to me, it sounds sketchy. It sounds sketchy. Because anytime when you do wonderful things, life after basketball or life after music, anything you do for the community and society of good, certain things need to be put away or needs to be silent because of benefit of... To hold to keep a certain people down. To me, it sounds sketchy. Just like Nipsey Hussle, it was sketchy. Because even though Nipsey Hussle, he had the right idea to do for the community of L.A., Compton, or this California, and what he know to help the people. and someone says. he must be gone. He must be taken care of. So at that given moment, people got to realize as coming forth of what really, really happened. What really happened. What, what, what really happened because if you crash into a mountain, now where the crash site is like in the woods somewhere, so if he collect uh, like collides and crash against the mountain, don't you think it would be in the mountain area? Not be by trees and trees and grass. So it sounds sketchy to me because all the wonderful things Col- Kobe Bryant did for the children, writing children's books and um, doing for the society, the community that they said he did. But it's sketchy to me, and that's how I'm going to end it. So I like to say, you know, my condolences goes out to the family of the Bryant family, and um, condolence to his wife. Uh, I believe her name is uh, Vanessa, um, and I like to say to Kobe Bryant, in the spirit that his body is rest in peace, and um, RP number eight. And R. P. number 24, Kobe Bryant. At the end of the show, in the beginning of the show, Anchor FM and Spotify, the world, any platform that I come up on that you Google me, donate 99 cents to this particular Anchor FM or donate what you have or more to this Anchor FM. I am Dre Wise, Dre Wise Conqueror. Thank you for listening and tune in for more episodes brought to you by me, Dre Wise.